I don't have any. Hey, it's Crimson. And what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming. And just thank you for listening. So, I, guys, I decided to give you a break from D-Roy. We're not going to finish the D-Roy video, even though I have a video. I have it queued up. He literally has said that he's accused me of being trans on on one of his, his most recent videos. And I really want to tear into his ass about that because I'm, I'm going to stop being as nice as I'm being to that dumb motherfucker. But I wanted to attack his fucking hero. Jesse Lee Peterson. Do you know with Jesse Lee Peterson, there's always been a suspicion that he may be gay. Now there's nothing wrong with somebody being gay. Hey, you like what you like. It's 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 your expression of your sexuality. Cool. I'm all for you. As long as it's consensual, you are fine. I I just I, I can't I can't bring myself to tell you not to. As long as it's consensual, as long as it's not coercive, as long as you're not grooming people, then it's fine. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody's mentioning that, of course, Republicans want to go um, um, go against Brown versus the Board of Education. Not only, like, we already have some of the shit almost, like, they just ruled earlier that, oh, religious schools, what happened to, you know, separation of church and state, where religious schools can get government funding. Oh, no, this is this is going to be a problem. The Democrats need to fucking pack the court. Just, just don't. Just pack the court. Have a vote today. Pack the court. Call it a day. Just, just call it a day. Yeah, but yeah, no, like, 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 let's get into Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, now, here's the video. I will warn you this shit right now. This video is made by the same fuckers who just had that chick on talking about how they want to get rid of a, they want to get rid of abortion, they want to get rid of um, um, contraceptives and shit like this. This is made by militant Christians or Christian militants. And you can actually tell by the video that's coming up. Let's get into, well, Jesse Lee Peterson. Like he's been getting into. Uh, 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 let's go. I love like like the old soulful like singing songs like that. They're fucking awesome, and I'm not gonna lie, they're fucking awesome. But um, I hate the fact that like so um, I recently um got into like the other day I was kind of like you know let's face it I was horny. Um, yeah, fucking bully Biden exactly. Um, and so I was listening to the song. Hallelujah. And when you actually think about it, and I know I'm like going off topic here, but when you listen to that song, Hallelujah, it is literally a song about somebody fucking. And um, a lot of people don't realize that, but I, I fucking love it. But it's, this is, it's just like when you get real um, soulful songs, I just hate that it's used um, just to push religion sometimes. But let, let's go. I'm changed, and, so I, and I don't have any skeleton in my closet. You're saying from that you're 100% saint now? I'm not saying that I'm a saint, but I don't do those things. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> this is a man that said, and I have a video that he says, he says, not masturbated in 27 years. I, I, I don't, he said he hasn't masturbated in 27 years. 
Okay, okay, Jesse. Okay. In the early 1990s, Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson began his ministry as a student of Roy Masters, a British-born talk radio personality and hypnotist. Peterson and Masters promoted a similar system of meditation and theology, a system that includes rejecting the Holy Trinity and our blessed Lord's divinity. So, most of these people know that the Trinity is not in the Bible, right? They have to know that. They oh, Okay, they're, they're American Christians, no matter evangelical or Catholic, they don't fucking know the Bible. They don't read the Bible. But let's go. But thanks to the feckless and spiritually absent bishops, Jesse's theological errors didn't keep him from gaining tens of thousands of Catholic... Wait, wait, wait. Did the man just have a, a car accident and Jesse's like, what the fuck? Okay. And like, this is what I'm talking about. These are Christians. These are Christians. So, like, don't don't get it twisted. This isn't like some atheist hit piece on Jesse Lee Peterson. But, like, yeah, these are Christians. And patriotic followers. Jesse's draw for conservatives was his commentary against the Marxist group Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, um, radical um, so-called social justice warriors, they were chanting, what do we want, dead cop? Yeah, when do we right. want it now? Pins in the blanket, fry them like bacon. Now there's your beta male. I, I wonder. I wonder who's the alpha. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Let's go. And people went out and started killing cops and everything. Back up! Back up! Exploiting many angry American men's desires for a stable family life, Jesse would directly call out feminists for their role in destroying. So wait, wait, wait. And this is the shit that I'm talking about. Like with the whole like Supreme Court shit. They really think that this is gonna get them. Families and shit like that. Oh, the bitches can't have sex whenever they want to, so I'm gonna give me some pussy. Like, no, that's not how this works. Okay. <laughs> to dinner, yes, out to dinner. Bring the family as well. Sexism is a made up lie, and it's been made up by women who hate men, who hate the family, who hate the unborn child. The 73-year-old even visited the church militant studio in March when senior executive producer Michael Voris answered his questions about Catholicism. Did Jesus just rise from the dead in spirit but or did his body come out also? He was with me. Okay, okay, this is just awesome. This is awesome because this shit is awesome. Like, Christians fight each other. This is awesome. All right, let's go. Maybe his body came out, I don't know. But I know well, that's a big rose, deal. <laughs> he rose in the spirit. That's what no, he rose in the body. Why I want to make that? But he rose in the body. You can't say he didn't walk out of the walk out of the tomb on Sunday. And from what we knew at the time, Jesse was an ardent opponent of homosexuality in and outside the church. And like this just seems like a hit piece because they just didn't like him. Because when did he say it was March? It was March. I'm trying to finish this art. Come on, let's go. Presented himself as such. The spirit of homosexuality is of their father, the devil. It's not them, the person. It's the spirit that made a home in them. And it came from them overreacting to some sort of a situation in life, whether it's from someone uh, uh, messing with them when they were kids or overreacting to an angry mother because you become like what you hate. But Wait, how did... What? So, um, Thunder, if you didn't know, Church Militant is like this group of radically, radically, radically... Um, militant Catholics. They're radically militant. They're so radically militant that um, other Catholics don't want to associate with them. That's how bad they are. Oh no, no, no! I so if you guys remember um, when I was on the Hannibal and Monty shit show, um, they actually they've actually been on the Jesse Lee. Um, Birds aren't real. Yeah. Um, they've actually been on his show. Um, a few people have been on his show. They're like, dude, it's an act. He's he's not that stupid. He's not, he's not like, and they, they say it, he's not that stupid. But he pretends like one to play into his base. But you know, conservatives need to believe that um black man is not as smart as he is because it, it works for them. But let's go. But shortly after the March interview, friends of his came to us with a different story. These stories first came to light when Jesse's former co-host and alleged decade-long gay lover exposed him. 61-year-old Patrick Rooney has no... 
Oh God! Like, like this is like a real hit piece. This is a real hit piece for real, for real, for real. All right, let's go. Known Jesse for nearly thirty years, dating back to roughly 1992. Everybody know Patrick Rudy, one of the smartest white men on this side of heaven. The two were so close that Jesse was the minister at his wedding and the pastor at his baptism, long before Rooney claimed any homosexual activities began. Right around that time, I also had started a uh, TV show. I was doing a public access TV show in L.A. and uh, with a friend of mine who uh, had uh, gotten off heroin and wanted to, he asked me to be involved in the show to help uh, other people get off drugs and things like that. So we started the show, and one of our first guests was Jesse and another gentleman from Bond. So we did a couple shows with them. And from that time forward, right after the show happened, Jesse and, and I talked in the green room, you know, backstage. And right off the bat, he started asking me stuff. Jesse's very forward with his questioning and things like that. So he actually asked me right after that show, uh, are you gay? Rooney's characterization shows that Jesse allegedly used similar grooming tactics as other homo. Wait, okay. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, first of all, um, I, like, okay, Jesse, Jesse. You that fucking bold, boy, or you're claim that he's claiming that Jesse's that bold. I I kind of respect him for that. Like you just come off, and you know how your personality is. But I kind of respect for that. Why do people keep asking that? Yes, it is. I, okay, it is. Sorry, it is. It is. Predators, like Saginaw priest Father Robert Deland, who asked similar questions when preying on a young man in 2017. To discover that you have some gay tendencies is a fine thing, mm. because then you don't have to be so confused, right? Do you feel less confused? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, After Jesse discovered Rooney's same-sex attraction, his relationship with Jesse was taken to the next level. Bit by bit, Jesse began edging him closer and closer to sin. Once we, once he moved up there to do the show, we stayed in the same house. Jesse would kind of do some things, kind of horseplay and stuff like that with me. And at times he would uh, do stuff where he would like grab me and then we'd kind of wrestle around a little bit. So wait, 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 wait. Is this what D-Roy be talking about? How um, <laughs> he wrestle around with other men in his underwear trying not to get in the direction? Okay, okay, I'm, okay. All right, let's go. And I'd feel his you know, private parts against me. And he did that more than once. So it wasn't like an accidental thing. He would kind of do it. And then I even <laughs> mentioned it like, you know, what's that or whatever. He would kind of play around and joke about it. Fast forward to 2005. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> is, that a, is that a mic in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> okay, okay, let's go. Okay, I'm being an asshole. And Jesse was ready to make his final move. We did a uh, conference with them called Moral Reconstruction, which is kind of ironic. Uh, now that we're sitting here talking about something, something else. it's called Moral Reconstruction. Wait, wait, no, it's nothing wrong with being gay. Dog, stop. Stop. It's nothing wrong with being gay. The lie that you're telling that it's 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 bad and whoever does it is bad and going to hell. That's the problem. But okay, okay. Uh, these people, boy. Okay, let's go. We did that. That first conference was, I believe, in 2005. And uh, we did a follow-up conference in 2006 with them as well. And I went with Jesse to uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, for this conference. Uh, I was a fundraiser at the time. And so we did fundraising. I was, I was part of the conference. While we were at the conference, um, we stayed in uh, Virginia, you know, near, near D.C. So uh, we were sitting on the bed together. And um, all of a sudden, he turned to me, just looked, me, looked at me, and he said, What do you want to do? Want to. And he said it in a in a tone that was really insistent, and I'd never seen this tone from him before. It was like kind of scary. It kind of scared me. Like, like what? What do you want to do? I knew what he meant, and then I told him, okay. And at first, I'm scared, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm playing along here. It kind of threw me off my game, I guess, in a way. I think later I realized that's kind of something that people do sometimes. It's, it's like the devil works in a certain way by intimidating you, and it throws you off your normal game. No, motherfucker, you wanted to do it. Stop. It ain't got... Lucifer ain't had shit to do with the fact that you wanted to touch peepees. Like that that that's just like like no, no. You wanted you wanted it because if you didn't want it, you wouldn't have said no. That's not how this shit works. If you want to sleep with somebody, you want to sleep with somebody. Why you why'd you bring the devil up in this? The devil ain't got shit to do with it. The fuck? And so he said, what do you want to do? And he's like, okay, okay. And then uh, I said, I told him what I want to do. I, I mentioned sex acts. You know, that we, that he knew about that. I had already talked to him about that I was interested in. And next thing you know, 
Wait, you already talked to him about it, so he knew. So then, it wasn't the devil you wanted. You wanted his pee pee, like you wanted it, man. Like stop, stop it. Satan has shit to do with that. You wanted it. Let's go. He's ripping his clothes off and coming at me, basically. And I did the same. Took my clothes off, and next thing you know, we're we're fully at it. So it's nothing wrong with this description because here's the thing: it's obvious that they both wanted it. Like he, anytime you communicate before the act happens that this is what you want, you it's not you you want this man. Like 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 dude, like stop it, stop it. You wanted this shit. Like it's nothing wrong with it either. Like god damn, I prefer. I like women. I fucking like women. I love the way they feel, the way they taste. God, the way they taste. Um, that's that's me. That's what I like. I'm not gonna sit back and say, "Oh no, the devil made me do it." Like, no, I like vagina. I really, really like vagina. And like for these people, these men who say, "Oh, he convinced me, he tricked me," and I like, no, he didn't. You wanted to. God damn, be be honest about it. Be honest about it. Just say you want to try it out. Just say it was what you wanted, but don't. Yes, I. No, I don't. I don't need some water. I I need to taste the vagina. Anyway, um, just be fucking honest about it. It's nothing that you have to lie about. God, like like stop this shit. Stop lying about the fact that you wanted some pain. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay if you want some pain. It's it's okay. Like, dude, if your God, who's supposed to be master of the universe, cares about, like, really cares about who PP you touch, and, like, even if it's yours, then he's small and petty. Why would you want to pray to something or worship something that cares about with all the vastness of the universe? He cares about just that. Your God is small and petty. But let's go. Having not, not getting detail here, but basically full on uh, sexual act. Rooney's recollections show that Jesse mirrored Delan's sexual advances almost identically. I love you. I love you. I know. What are we going to do? I don't know. No, what are we going to do? Really? Rooney's description shows that He's after so their sexual hungry. encounter, Jesse began intertwining his private homosexualism with blasphemy. After we had just done our this first sexual act, and then ever since then, he told me that once we did this, I was born again. This I, this sounds crazy, but this is okay. Now that's that's kind of that's kind of creep. That's kind of creepy. No, no, you didn't. You weren't born again. You just got some dick, dog. Like you you weren't born again. You just got some dick. That's it. Like, that's how that works. Okay. This is the absolute truth. He said that I was born again. He would remind me of that through the years. Following being born again, Rooney contends that his sodomitic relationship with Peterson went on for roughly 10 years until Rooney decided to come clean to his wife and son. My son. Wait, wait, why do you have to call it Semitic? Like, like, what? Like, people do know the reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was, uh, was destroyed because... They didn't treat their visitors correct, right? But he sounded like he gave Jesse a good time. He definitely treated his visitor correctly. <laughs> I mean, like, they know that, right? It's not about how people... Like, yes, the problem was they were literally threatening to, like, essay some angels, but that wasn't the problem. The problem was they weren't treating their guests with hospitality that was a big no-no in that area. But, like, okay, sure. Sure, you want to talk about how, like, it just wasn't reproductive sex. Was really angry. My son was mostly angry at me because he had Jesse on such a pedestal. He, he, my son had Jesse on such a pedestal, he literally thought Jesse could walk on water. We got on a phone call, we talked to Jesse, and as soon as we brought it up with, with, a, with my son on the phone call, Jesse denied it. And I said, Jesse, you're a liar. You're lying. You know this. You know you're lying. And he finally came out and admitted 
to my son that he 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 did that. Rooney later moved to Florida to get away from Jesse. But according to Rooney, wow, was Jesse packing that much that you had to move to Florida? <laughs> okay, 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 fuck. Okay, shit. Okay, I'm being an asshole. I know I'm being an asshole, but damn, he was he was that good that you had to move away. Like I'm gonna, I need to move away for uh, from Jesse because if I don't move away from Jesse, then like um, like man, man, I, I can't run away. I can't run away. <laughs> I'm being an asshole because it's just so fucking ridiculous. This shit is so ridiculous that these grown ass men literally won't just accept their own sexuality. This is ridiculous. Jesse couldn't handle the relationship ending, offering him several bribes to get him back to L.A. It's typical for homo predators to try and cover their tracks using a cornucopia of strategy. Wait, what? How? Okay, okay. I, I, like, no, dog. They're just, if anything, they're bi. Leave them alone. That does not mean that they're predator. If they're abusing his power over these people, yeah, that's predatoristic. But he just likes penis. God damn. ...to shut people up. In the case of Father DeLand, it was now deceased Saginaw Bishop Joseph Sistone, who remained silent on DeLand's abuse for years. While serving as an auxiliary bishop in Philadelphia in 1994, Sistone allegedly watched as documents containing names of up to 64 suspected sex abusers were shredded, earning him the nickname Bishop Shredder among the U.S. bishop. Now, this is a problem. The fact that there were so many priests that were abusing their power and actually taking advantage of people who they were, um, they were supposed to be shepherds of, that's a problem. And you know what? That's not cool. And this is a problem where, you know, you would think that the problem is to, like, be harsher and, you know, just be more on the lines of, I don't know, monitoring priests and shit like that. No, the, the, the problem is this. The fact that, one, you, like, it's the reason why the profession of cops are so bad. When you make it where a profession actually feeds to a certain type of individual where they um, they think, oh yeah, in this profession, I can get away with this, I can do this, um, let me be this profession. It, 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 it actually just feeds to this whole idea of, well, these type of people wouldn't be attracted. So bullies, there were bullies in high schools and shit like that, would actually go towards more being a cop because cops seem to have just these un you know unchecked powers of authority and that's what some of these people look for. The same token, if the Catholic Church was more honest and allowed priests to get married, the assumption that you know priests are supposed to be these sexless, all only for God men it will disappear because priests would be able to express themselves in a way where they don't have to hide who they are. But, you know, the bishop that they're mentioning is the PA's grand jury report that discloses the massive pedophiles in the PA. Yeah, of course. And that's the thing. That leads to shit like that where they, um, where just like these Let's be let's be quite honest. These predatory people go into this this whole this whole profession to basically just just prey on the, the prey on the people that they're said to be over. And you don't want that in your church, man. You don't. You don't want that in your organization where people know, well, I'm gonna do this because I get to exercise this amount of power, this amount of authority. You don't want that in your in your organization. But let's continue. According to Rooney, for Jesse and those loyal to him, the strategy was to bully and silence all victims and witnesses speaking up. Jesse did throw me under the bus, basically, and other people that, that did anything like that, and still does. If anybody comes up with it, they'll they'll keep anybody off the You're air. You're talking about other victims. Well, uh, yeah, other victims. 
Uh, and he'll make sure that if anybody talks about these things, calls up his show or does anything like that, they were not going to get through on the show. Patrick explained how easy it was for Jesse to discredit victims, given Bond's history of seeking out troubled young men. A lot of the people Jesse brings around him are troubled young men, right? Have drug problems, right? Some of them been in jail. So it's pretty easy to discredit a guy who's been on drugs, maybe in jail or something. So this is actually, now this is some sick shit. If you're, if your audience, if your target of your affection is only to get people that nobody believes and you use them like to victimize and get what you want out of, you know, a relationship. And that's the only thing that you're doing. That's the only people you're pursuing. Yeah, that's some, that's some fucked up shit. And if Jesse is doing that, I don't give a fuck if he's gay, straight, bi, pan, ace. Well, I guess he wouldn't have a problem if he was asexual. But if you're using this situation to, if you're using your power over people in any capacity, be it their job, be it their, um, be it um, their, you know, maybe they may have mental health issues that they're looking for you to counsel. Yeah, no, that fuck this, fuck this piece of garbage. Wait, let's go. Okay, it's pretty, pretty rotten thing to do. Beginning last November, Rooney began writing a collection of blog posts hinting at Jesse's predation, leading him to a shocking discovery. After I published these articles, I found out from a young man, a very credible young man, that Jesse was fooling around with this young man. That young man was 30-year-old Samuel Arambula, a more recent... Okay, so I did watch some of this video because I was watching it on Chud's um, stream. So right now, guys, we're going to take a little break in this wonderful show to bring you our sponsor. We're going to thank our sponsor for supporting this episode of this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. And this is where it gets really fucking weird. So, um, yeah, buckle in. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen, and NBs all of all kinds. Watch this shit. Recent member of Bond and Jesse's latest known purported victim. I started going to Bond around May 2020. 2020. Uh, this was during the coronavirus lockdowns, everything. As soon as they opened back, they were doing um, live uh, broadcasted, uh, no in-person church for like oh, two months or two weeks or something like that. But as soon as it opened up, I went. That was May 2020. Um, the, Jesse, what he likes to do in the church is he goes around first timers. He goes around first timers and says, introduce yourself. What's your name? You know, how'd you find us? Where are you here? Um, the first thing I said, I said, my name is Samuel and uh, I'm here because, uh, you know, you helped me a lot. Uh, I, I went and forgave my mom. I went and forgave my dad. I had a lot of anger and I just dropped that. And I feel way better now. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm really, you know. So here's the thing. This whole thing about you are like that because you hate your mom and you, you love your mom and hate your dad. It's 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 bullshit. And I, I it it's plays into the misogyny that this that a lot of these these men are looking for that follow Jesse <coughs> and it's just very harmful but let, let's go I'm growing and I want to thank you for it among him are three other alleged witnesses and victims who also chose to tell their stories Samuel began his relationship with Jesse professionally washing cars for him and doing other cleaning work at what they call the bond house the Bond House is where Jesse and several of his male staff currently live. And when Samuel began opening up to Jesse about his past, things got personal. I was molested as a boy, so I was like, Jesse, what do I do? Like, this is uh, weighing heavy on me. What should I do? He said, forgive him. So, you, okay, so this is the sick shit that, like, really, really bothers me, okay? So, you see it when Jesse Lee talk, Peterson talks about how the only reason why people are, you know, not straight is because somebody's touched him when they were a child and all this other good bullshit. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things where, and then he reinforces the shit by the stupid shit that he's doing. But, like, let's, let's listen to this story. Because, like I said, I did rewatch it. Moments in the past, our relationship progressed slowly, closer and closer. I didn't suspect anything weird of it. There were certain times where he began hugging me, where I was like, "Oh, I've never been hugged by a man. Like, what was this?" But I was like, "This is." I get. He would just tell me like, "You know, I just love you." So I'm like, "Okay, I, I get you. You know, I love you too." 
But, much like with Patrick Rooney, Samuel states things went from casually close to mortally sinful. Wait, what's mortally sinful about two men, like, being attracted to each other? I, I'm so confused. I'm so, oh, okay. Fuck, okay, let's go. Let's go. Oh, God, let's go. So a Friday afternoon, uh, evening, I go to Jesse's house and I am sitting in his couch, relaxing, you know, I'm, I'm kind of avoiding the LA traffic at the peak hour. So it's a good, it's a good deal. And I get to stay somewhere with someone that I respect, friends. So then by this point, we're already real comfortable with like hugging and, and all that stuff, you know, just hugging for long periods of time. I thought nothing weird of it. I guess it, my, my guard had already been let down completely. So he, I'm sitting in his couch, he kneels down in front of me and then he wraps himself around his arms around my waist and i'm like okay this is kind of weird but uh, i'm like jesse why um oh okay dog like can i get some space can you give me three feet like i'm just like can you give me three feet like they say to basketball give me three feet like i i don't know where these people actually get this thing where like yeah you can say back up it's okay like what did he don't call like oh okay I know what he's gonna call you. But still, oh, okay, I don't feel comfortable with you being this close to me, dog. Can you respect that fuck? Alright, let's let's go. Why are you doing that? He's like, I, I just love you so much. And I'm like, okay, I guess. I was just like this. So then he starts rubbing my thighs. And I'm like, okay, what is he doing? Like it's kinda crazy. And then he starts rubbing my uh, genital area. And I'm like, uh, what's happening right now? And then he uh and then he pulls down my pants. And then I'm like, I'm shocked. I'm not saying anything. I'm like, my face is like, whoa, what the? Okay, so, and I know some people will be asking, like, um, and I, I alluded to it a little bit. But at this point, you got to understand, there are five things that happens when you are in a situation where you're uncomfortable. Now, I know people think flight, fright, uh, uh, fight or flight. But there's always also three other ones. Freeze, friend, where you actually just like try to reason with them and try to do something like that, or you forget the situation happens. That's where you see people black out. So like I I don't discount it, but like dog, I I just grooming is a thing, and if I'm uncomfortable with something, I've actually had to learn myself. Um, even when it's like. Not something like this, because thankfully I have never been essayed. But when it's something like this, when I'm something I'm uncomfortable with, I actually have to speak out. And I put those barriers up really, really early. But some people, when they don't know, and they, especially when they have as a, 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 a person in leadership, it's hard for them to actually say no. And I find this very, very sad. But let's go. It was happening right now. From there, Jesse instructed Samuel to go into his so-called meditation called the silent prayer. And he's like, doubt all thoughts. All thoughts are lies. Everything Satan is telling you is a lie. And I'm like, okay. But inside is telling me, hey, you, this is not good. Um, what, are, what are you doing? Uh, what are you allowing him to do? Samuel describes Jesse abusing the supposed meditative state, trying to convince Samuel to ignore the traumatic sexual experience occurring. It went on for a few minutes. He would uh, get up, walk away. I could hear him. I couldn't see him. Get up. He would get up, walk away. I could hear him get up walk away touch it get up walk away touch it and i was like what's going on so then i opened my eyes and then i'm like uh, what that what just happened another alleged victim wow that's just that's just sad that is like really really sad that jesse lee pity would be using this power like this and again this is allegedly allegedly and i'm not covering this as some kind of issue of saying ah look at him look at him he's this he's that no my problem is like one, if they're predators, we expose predators. Two, dude, stop you being a hypocrite, but let, let's go. The was Trayvon Chapman, who in 2015 told his friend, now 43-year-old Armand Martikian, that Jesse molested him. Well, the first thing came out of his mouth, uh, that Jesse's homosexual. And I say, you know, he can't be saying this, you know, like, he's all against it. He's a, you know, straight conservative man who, you know, this is like, what you're saying is bizarre, you know, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, it kind of struck me as a truth. What this guy was saying, he was explaining the incidents, like certain acts that they would do. They had some nicknames. Jesse had nicknames for, you know. Uh, say, instead of 
telling what the act is, he, they named it oral massage, according to Trayvon. Armand tried to tell Jesse what Trayvon said, and he just dismissed it. I went to Jesse. I said, Jesse, I bumped into Trayvon, and he was talking bad things about you. The moment I said that, his first response was, oh, he's on drugs. Wow, that's fucked up. That is really fucked up. If you think that the first thing that somebody's going to say, oh, he's on drugs. That's, that's some fucked up shit. All right, all right let's, let's go. When he said he's on drugs, shivers went down my spine. Like, uh-oh, aren't you going to ask what he said about me? Trayvon has since disappeared. None of the men have any idea of his current whereabouts, though they assume he's still somewhere in L.A. After this encounter, Armand began questioning his own relationship with Jesse. And then I had a flashback. Back in the day, it was such an insignificant thing that it never stayed in my memory. But for some reason, the flashback had when I was in the private counseling, uh, he kind of gestured me, let me see down there, uh, pointing at my, referring to my, you know, down there as in my privates. Wait, what? So the drive has really poor anatomy. It's not supposed to be realistic. But yeah, let's go. Not knowing what, what it was about, I'm at late, very late teens at that moment, you know, like kind of got tricked into it, pull my pants forward where he kind of looked at it. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, maybe he's trying to see if I'm shy. He's trying to help me overcome shyness because I was a little shy, you know? I didn't know what to make of it. I remember saying, if somebody sees us from outside, they're going to think we're gay, I said. Later, I looked back, thought that the fact that I said, if somebody sees us, they're going to think we're gay. He kind of probably thought that, uh, okay, he's too aware. I'm not going to advance any longer. Former Bond House manager, 50-year-old Robert Santner, alleges he witnessed similarly strange behavior in 2021 between Jesse and current Bond producer James Hake. What I Now, here's the fun part about it. Hake is basically a Nazi. Like, like, let's just be honest. If you saw any conversation that Hague has, he's basically a Nazi. And it's just like, I, wow, Hague? For real? For real, dog? You, like, for real? I... Hmm. Okay. All right, Hick. Okay. Let's let's go. We witnessed him. Him and Jesse were hugging and hugging each other intensely, uh, rubbing up, rubbing each other's shoulder down stuff. And he came to the point where I actually saw him kissing him on the cheek, kissing him on the cheek and stuff on the hallway, and talking all kinds. I can't remember what the words he said, but there were a lot of giggling, a lot of giggling in the hallway in his James room. And then there was even one time that just really shocked the living the hell out of me. As I went to the laundry room and stuff, I mean, after I checked the, took the laundry out, and then when I got out and there was a door open in Jesse's room, and uh, there I saw Jesse was sitting in the bed and while James Hake was <clears throat> wrapped around bed sheets. I mean, like, I, oh, oh, this does not look good. This does not look good at all. This is, does not look good at all. I don't know what else to say, but okay, okay, hey, okay. Completely around like a burrito with his head sticking out. And Jesse was like embracing him and hugging him and stuff, and then kissing him on the forehead. And I was like, uh, hey, are you, are you all right? Hake, to this day, is an ardent defender of Jesse and his ministry, essentially helping him ostracize all the men accusing Jesse of homo predation. Santner also described an incident where Jesse attempted grooming him to see if he was a homosexual. Like there was one. Why do they call it like this? Like, it's not predation. It's just two men that fucking like each other. I don't. Okay, okay. I'm trying to think of a background color, guys. I'm sorry. That's what's taking so long. One night, okay, I was all by myself. It was like late at night after I came home from work. I was in the kitchen, you know, doing my own thing and stuff. And then suddenly there was Jesse appeared on the doorway, leaning against the doorway with his hand underneath his underpants. And he was like slowly massaging himself and was giving me a look and I, and I turned around and says, what the heck are you doing? And he was like giving me a smile and giggle and stuff and then walked away. <laughs> okay, 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 god damn. All right, wow, that was a, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, bend over, like it's a fuck? Okay, all right, okay. I'm being very immature, but let's go. Another witness is Martin Francis, who's largely been leading the charge against Jesse's purported homo predation. He describes himself as one of Jesse's best friends. You may recognize Francis from a video with Jesse arguing with a Univision reporter at a Prop 187 rally in Los Angeles in 1996, a rally opposing the flood of illegal aliens entering the state. Are you all right? Are you okay? Oh, I'm feeling better than ever. Are you 
all right? Yes, I'm all right. Are you racist? Am I what? What, what, are, you, what are you think of these people now? Why? Why are you stay you here? Are you racist? Am I racist? Yeah. No, I'm not a racist. Why do you ask that? But since learning of Jesse's dark secret, Francis has led several protests against Peterson's homosexuality outside of the Bond studio. Jesse was confronted by him several times this year and refused to address any of the accusations of him preying on young men at Bond. Here's a video of Francis from March, facing off with him at what appears to be the post office across the street from the Bond studio. Wait, is this the video in the beginning where um, the fucking guy got like, hit, hit while he was crossing the street? Yeah, I think this is. All right, let's go. Oh, that's nice. He wants me to tell them how I was sleeping with my brother's wife. That's fine. But Jesse, why will you not speak on your homosexual behaviors? Francis confronted him again in the back of the building with Armand Martikian in February, capturing it all on video. Jesse Peterson, I've known you for 25 years personally. Will you come? He's not coming over to me. <laughs> Will you come? I, bad choice of words, my friend. Bad choice of words. Will you at least stand there where you feel safe and talk to me? Stand up on your porch with the door open and, and, and shout out to me. Why won't you talk to me? I've known you for 25 years. I've accused you of heinous things, and you will not talk to me. What's so heinous about loving another man? Like, for real. Like, you loved another man's wife? Like, the fuck? Okay, okay. All right, I'm being an asshole. Let's go. You coward. Francis admits there were also a few clues that should have revealed Jesse was a homosexual long before he ever found out. He wanted to see if I was willing to have a homosexual relationship with him, of course. Hmm. Wait, that's a big clue! What are you talking about? Okay, 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 fuck. All right, let's go. That's what he was all about. He was about putting out feelers there and seeing who he could have sex with. And it didn't work with me because I'd not been molested as a boy. And so eventually I told him, look, Jesse, I'm just an angry guy. Wait, wait, what? Why do you think that it... I, I'm so confused. Like, there are people who haven't been molested that just like penis. Like, okay, okay. I, I, I hate to say it like this, but these are the these are the people, and like that thinks if they were in a situation where they were went to like jail and they were assaulted by another man, they would feel like, oh my god, now that that happened, even without my consent, that means that. I'm bad or broken in some kind of way. That's not what that means, dog. Like, okay, all right, let's let's go. I and I don't like these long hugs and, and all this stuff we're doing, you know, at night. And did he stop? Uh, where he would come into my. What did he mean? What do you mean? All these stuff that we were doing at night. I'm so confused. All right, all right, let's let's go. Bed and just lay with me. You know, he would come into your bed and just lay with you. Yes. And at one time even, like, put his hand underneath my underwear to go toward my genitals, right? He never got there because I, you could see I wasn't getting excited. So he never got there. He just, like, at the edge, you know, because you got to invite the vampire in. His, his... Wait, this is so... How do you not know that this is... How do you think, well, I suspected something. My man is literally trying to put his hand down your boxes. I suspected something. No, he wants some of that goodies. He wants to show goodies, dog. This is like, and the fact that you, okay, and, and and again, if it was grooming shit, which it sounds like it was, and like, it's it's virulently and as virulently homophobic as these motherfuckers are, they're not. I I think that's what it is. They're virulently homophobic. But they're they're acting as if Jesse was doing this to them, and as manly man as they claim to actually be, they allow for this to happen. But when other people are like, because I, I don't want to victim blame. That's the last thing I want to do. I, I don't want to victim blame. But it's the fact that if something was to happen to somebody else, they would victim blame. And they would say, oh, you're not being man enough for this, man enough for that. They would do that. You think that they won't? They would do that. Or do they really believe that the reason why some of these people have, you know, not straight tendencies 
is because they were touched as a child? You cannot believe that. Was I touched as a child by titties? I, I, no. I just like titties. I, okay, okay, let's go. What they say in the vampire movies is sort of true with even psychic vampires like Jesse. And so he. Psych, psychic vampires aren't a real thing. Like, oh God. Okay, let's let's go. Was um he would do those kind of tricks or or uh, put his hand around my back and uh, off on my chest and be hugging and all that kind of stuff just to see if maybe I could get and asking me if uh, uh, how does it feel and it feels good right and all that kind of stuff and I would meekly answer yeah it feels good but uh, only because when you're under that kind of uh, pressure you just give the answer that he wants but you're really like wanting to get the heck out of there you're like ready to fly out of there like a bat out of hell. Jesse appears to have used every dirty trick in the book to silence him, allegedly trying to have Francis arrested for violating an unserved restraining order. I will go back to Phoenix and chill out with the relatives like I was doing before, and I'll be back on the 25th. Okay. 25th, yeah. Yes. Yes. If it was already served, you had already seen it, you would be wanting to go. Church Militant asked every single victim and witness if they thought Jesse would continue sexually preying on men, and they all had the same answer. Well, yeah. Well, if you're in a person of power and you are literally making it where they're they're not like again, a lot of this shit can be solved by I don't know letting people be who they are instead of saying that it's some moral sin or some grievous sin. Like, no, Jesse just likes penis. Like, what's the problem with that? What's the problem besides his hypocrisy? Uh, I would say yes. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt that there's current victims. I think for sure. Jesse allegedly accuses these men of harassment, but some members of his own congregation disagree, like former Bond House tenant Fabian Asensio. The harassing is just an excuse for, um, you know, trying to shut people down. Bond has been a nonprofit church for all these years. He's lied and collected a lot of money from that church, from people. Yes, now here, here is a actual actual credible thing lying to get money and and fucking you know defame not defame but defraud people of their money yes this is an accusation that i can actually get behind and why is this so far into the video i i, I don't know i don't know Let, but let's go people saying that you know he's been a hidden homosexual there's a there's plenty of evidence for it there's no reason for us to make up anything so for someone to be out there in the alley and talking and trying to wake up the employees and say, hey, what are you doing? Why are you still working for this liar? That's totally within our First Amendment rights. Jim Valerio. Oh, now you want to talk about First Amendment rights. Now you want to talk about First Amendment rights. But when it comes to a woman's right to control her own body, you know, fuck the Fourth and Fifth Amendment, right? Okay, all right, let's, let's go. Longtime donor and friend of Jesse's also pushed back at his defenders. And for those of you people who are still supporting this so-called fraudulent, hypocritical, uh, serial, predator, homosexual, you are going to pay a price for that. That is a stain on your soul when you meet your creator. For those of you who sit back and hurt your God's people, that's a stain against your soul. Like, like your, you know your God actually didn't want you guys to be evil towards other people, right? You know that's what your God said, right? All right, let's go. Period. Cut. This isn't even the first incident. Jesse was embroiled in a homosexual scandal in October 2020. After his Twitter... Okay, okay, okay. This is the fun part. And they should have just led with this. They should have just led with this. Oh my God. They should have just led with this. All right, let, let's go. Her account liked a gay pornography image. After the tweet was left up for hours, Jesse's account was immediately locked down and set to private. One caller on his daily JLP show broadcast tried asking him about it, and Peterson hung up on him. Did you lock your Twitter account because you got caught liking a gay OnlyFans post? Amazing. Do you think I handle my own Twitter stuff? It didn't seem like he just hung up on him. It just seemed like he was just like, okay, whatever. All right, let's go. Maybe Hank had to control the account. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go. Oh, somebody else was, did it? How come you locked the account? None of your business. What the, what the? Are you a homosexual or something? 
No, but it doesn't why are you such a, a why are you such a, a beta man? What, you know all that stuff that's going is not real. But you're being a girl right now. What making you be a girl right now? There's nothing wrong with it, Jesse. And nothing they, wrong they, with you they, being a girl. They were they were in goodbye. On top of the- okay, yeah, yeah, that was a little sus. That was sus. That was sus. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Those we spoke to, there were several other anonymous alleged victims church militant was made aware of, who refused to speak with us per their devotion to Peterson and his so-called ministry. Jesse continues to deny his own actions. Like, what the fuck is he throwing shade on this man's ministry? Him like a penis has nothing to do with what the fuck am I watching? Came in here late, first time here. Cool draw, thank you. Oh, we're talking about how Jesse Lee Peterson is allegedly, allegedly grooming people. I don't give a fuck if he's a homosexual or not. I really don't care. As long as he's not grooming people, that's when I have the problem. But let's go. ...to his congregants and his fans, shutting down any victims who stand in his way. For Church Militant Special Assignment, I'm Joseph Enders, Detroit. You may talk about the men of Gideon. Talk about the men of song. All right, so, wow, that was, um, that... <laughs> okay. Wow, that was um, that was interesting. I I don't know what to say, man. Like that was um, that was um, kind of interesting. I I wonder I wonder if D Roy is gonna mention uh, Jesse and his um uh, his his feeling of um shit. I'm fucking up. Um, his feeling of that uh, he loved him some Jesse Lee Peterson. I, I just don't know. Like that's the funny part about it. I I know I know guys guys. A super Christian being hypocritical about why what they do. I know I know. <laughs> Otherwise, water is sticky. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, no, that's the thing, and this is I. Like I said before, I'm not making any prediction or predilection, predilection about Jesse being gay. I don't give a fuck. If he's gay, he's gay. I don't care. That's not my problem. If he's being predatory for other people, then that's the... So only girls ask questions. Yeah, that's the problem. I have a problem with Jesse being predatory. And if he's being predatory, then um, that's what my problem with this man is. Like I said, I don't give a... I, I couldn't care even less about who he faps his penis to. Like, hey, more power to you, dog. It's Pride Month. Ironically, they did release this during Pride Month. Um, I think it's more of a he has a competing like fucking congregation. Uh, but um, yeah, no, that's that's the problem, and I think that's what a lot of this shit is. You're competing with my. Um, you're competing with. What I'm trying to do, and so I'm gonna tear you down. And um, yeah, I guess um, if this is your first time watching the stream, um, and as always, hit that like button so it can be shared out and all that other good shit. But yeah, yeah, that was weird. 